most every day Was an 80, 83 year old Martha Stewart doing uh, Sports Illustrated? 83, 81, 82, does it matter? Does it matter? She looks, <laughs> yeah, I gotta say, no matter what, she looks good for her age. I'll put it at that. I haven't seen these images. Hold on. Are you kidding are you, me? Okay. No, I missed I, mean, I guess I missed it. I, I'm are not you, on Martha Stewart. Are you doing uh, this with, listen, because I thought so too, and I still do think so, but did, are you going, are you making that? opinion or that observation based on the fact that you you know that that stuff's doctored up by professionals who um, are no, I'm touching going things on, up. I'm going on like even chicks that are in their early 20s who are blessed enough to make the cover of an we'll, we'll put it this way the yesteryear sports illustrated issue even they're getting touched up just a little yeah. bit mm-hmm. and you sure. and you're, you're not you're not turning that down so I don't mind that she's getting touched up a little bit for sports illustrated I'm what I'm saying is she looks great for her age because you have to put that caveat for her age i shouldn't look at the cover of a sports illustrated and be like there's a qualifier here no the qualification should be like dumb lizard man brain says me penis hard hot dumb fuck (laughs) yes me you yes maybe no boo that's how that should go (laughs) yeah that's that's a very you're right i mean my kingdom phylum genus would have been just a slightly <laughs> bit different but you're hitting the high notes i like it <laughs> okay thank you yeah i mean this is the first i'm seeing of these pictures like yeah yeah i mean let's she's like it's it's very she's dressed like like the, you know like the single cougar at a fucking resort yeah you know what i mean like that's She's this. This is the lady that like snuggles up next to the twenty-five-year-old youngin by the bar, and fucking teaches him a thing or two about life in mm, Mexico. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so I, look, yeah, I'm okay with it. He's a very uh, Samantha Jones, a la Kim, yeah. a Kim Cattrall vibe from. They shushed up the hair a bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It kind of reminds me of the old school. What were the pictures all the girls got when uh, we were in like middle and high school, early high school? The the glamour yeah, shots, glamour shots. Yeah, but not not yeah. yearbook. No, gl- the glamour shots. Like they went to like I don't know where they went, where this mag you know magical place was. It was like the the Olin Mills of like pedophiles. Were like let me let me use you up a little bit. Get some rouge <laughs> on those cheeks, sweetheart. Richard yeah. Mills. Yeah. We've, talked a lot. We've talked a lot about Owen Mills. Well, I know. But <laughs> I'm just saying, there was a specialty photography place that only the girls and their parents knew about, and they would go get the glamour shots done. And it had to be some creepy, like, like oh, I'm going to make you look 30, baby, even though you're only 14. I'm going to make it look like you and I could be an item. And they got their pictures done. They bring them in, and only certain people got to have their little snapshot of them to put in their wallet. And... Yeah, mm-hmm. they did that to Martha Stewart at eighty-one. They just yeah. done like they took it the other way, though. I do think yeah. she's an attractive eighty-something-year-old woman. Say, like I was gonna say, you said eighty-one. Like I really hadn't thought about it, even though I know you guys had mentioned it in the lead into this. But like I looked at her and was like, yeah, that's like a sixty, seventy-something-year-old lady. That's like, right. yeah, you know what I mean? Like, so yeah, not bad. Eighty-one. Go ahead, Martha Stewart. You did. You did time in the Fed. <laughs> Fucking. 
Now you yeah. want a beach on Sports Illustrated, living life. You know, one one of the uh, not very well publicized or not too much publicized rumors was that her and Dave Letterman were in uh, Bob Ooh. and Uglies. Right. Hey, that, you know, he's a sleazy guy. I don't doubt it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a, and that's an up that's that's up for him. And I guess like yeah, so. Here's why I know it's a good picture of Martha Stewart. Okay, what age range could she pull? Like, what age male could she pull from that? Like a guy that okay, like a George Clooney could still pull. What do you think? Like a hot like early mid thirties chick if he if he so chose if he wasn't married and all that jazz. If it, well, I mean, is he flashing off his money? Uh, he now he's just flashing off his 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 chiseled handsomeness, his age George, handsomeness. George yeah. Clooney, yeah, yeah. I th- I, that's nah, I fine. Can, I think he can get. I, nah, I think he can get like a late twenties. Late twenties, like, okay, okay. Yeah. He's, he's he's like there's got, there's like that small, small subsection of of women that I think would be like, ooh, yeah, look at this older man. But like he might be like just old enough that that generation of like twenty one and twenty two year olds is like, ugh. Yeah. See, okay. you know what I mean? When we get famous and we do our own sketch comedy show, we have Clooney on as a guest. The way that skit goes is we're like, what we just, the conversation we just had there, and it pans, and George Clooney's sitting with us. We're like, all right, time, time to. Time to go out. Time to prove one of us wrong. And he pulls it. He pulls a girl in his late twenties within two minutes. And Al's like, "Told you, told you, guys." <laughs> he's suave. He's debonair. He's got that. You know, he's still got those handsome, good looks. But I, what I'm getting at is with her. Like, okay, she could probably pull a guy in his in his fifties, single, well, looking to mingle. It's weird Dude, because we're talking uh, about Martha Stewart. Yeah. yeah. Nah, bro. I'm telling you. She, that she nails down like a a, a late twenties, early thirties young man at a fucking resort. Men are yeah. shameless. Men are I, shameless. Yeah, men are fucking shameless. <laughs> I, I don't know about that. Look, I mean, I'll, I'll go out of limb. I'm I'm not gonna speak for Wes, but if we we were both single, she take she would take one of us down at a fucking resort. If me and him were there palling around, single guys, all you can drink. Yeah. Okay, but what I'm getting at, okay, now you see you're talking about Martha's on the prowl here, okay? Yeah, yeah, Martha, absolutely. Martha's got her bear claws made, fresh yeah. out of the oven, just going out to to wow like I'm not somebody. Necessarily chasing it, but I'll make that bad decision. What I'm saying okay. is, what's the age male that would chase that? Oh, see the other way around. I'm saying that like. And same thing with Clooney. I don't think a late twenties chick. I think a mid thirties, early thirties chick might go and say, "Hey, look at that handsome old man at the bar. I'm going to go muscle up to him." Some girl with a little class, a little sophistication, can talk to older men. Yeah, okay. Yeah, not, yeah. not yeah, intimidated. See, I think by, the 30s, yeah. You start to flirt with like some of his just nostalgia. You know what I mean? Some of like the there was you know you get the late thirties girls. They was watching ER as young as young young ladies <laughs> developing ladies. You know what I mean? So yeah. Yeah, you could get a little bit of that, and I think it skews the results. See, I don't that's know, what, man. What's, that's what's what I'm... chasing Martha Stewart? Yes, I still think I still think a, dir- a, a dirty dog of a twenty-one-year-old will fucking get after that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, fresh off a <laughs> and breakout, it's, and it's like four-inch inseam shorts and shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, he's gay. Yeah. I think so. Okay, but I'm saying we're talking about a resort like where there's other people your age. Because I mean, come on, really? Like, if you're like in your early, yeah, I'm 20s. only really setting this on a resort. I don't know why, but I am. <laughs> yeah, because that's, really, that's how it goes. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, by the way, you had said uh, what was it? Like girls in their formative years watching ER. See, that's what I'm going for. Like, you know, what's Clooney now? Sixty. 
Yeah. We'll just, oh my God. Okay, yeah. 20 years from now, girls in their formative years, like, oh, I listen to the middle class all every week. You inspired me. I was wondering <laughs> what you look like. You're more handsome than I thought you would be in person. Lord. <laughs> now look at you guys. Like, wink, wink. Told you. I'm, sh- I'm shorter than I am now. Like, it's, it's going to be terrible. Mm. <laughs> I love that Alan, we know Alan's like sub five five and on the video he's always like the lowest one <laughs> like usually sitting down it evens the fucking table but nope not in this scenario yeah yeah actually the way we have our split screen set up it goes like i don't know if you guys can see it yeah it was, it was like that i, I make week. myself big because i have a small man complex so <laughs> i like i just i have that and then it's you two over here <laughs> little little tiny heads <laughs> middle class holes everyone fox man uh, Alan and Murr. Yeah, I, listen, I, I kind of like, tend to agree with Alan on this, though. Not to, to, to circle back on this uh, about uh, just a young, shameless man. You know, he said okay. some some 21-year-old, like, yeah, fuck it. I'm going I'm to holler. <laughs> well, the question I have for both of you, though, is this, obviously, I don't know, is this a shameless promotion by Sports Illustrated? What's the tact here? If you're in the sales pitch meeting and you're like, we're going to put Martha Stewart we're gonna we're gonna use her up and we're gonna get her on the cover like who are they going after the guys who originally bought the sports first sports illustrated like that are of that age now they're like i just wish i could see a hot chick my age on the cover and they have to go get an 81 year old martha stewart is this a part of like the everybody's included culture what what's the motivation for putting martha stewart on the cover of that magazine I think it's a little bit of like both of those things, and probably like look. Well, you want the short answer is money, but yeah. fucking yeah, like there's probably an older like somebody that marketed we was like yeah, there's definitely fucking old guys that are about that life. Like yeah, get her on the get her on the cover. Fucking it, we tick off the fucking old person, fucking include inclusion box. You know what I'm saying? Like I think yeah, like as from a business standpoint. Is there anything really wrong with it? And she's not like terrible. She's not really bad looking. No. So you're not it's offering just... like a fucking like super substandard product. You're like, oh, look at this airbrushed up Martha Stewart. I think you, I mean, we're also assuming um, some a variety of things upon last year's or the last few years' sales. I don't know. Maybe they were maybe they were awful. And they're like, we need to spice things up. We need to shake things up. Or maybe they did some sort of demographic. Uh, you know, dissection and realize that like a lot of guys that were buying this aren't people our age is actually people, you know, in the 55 to 60, 65 demographic. And they're like, well, you know what? Maybe we, maybe we find someone who's hot and a little bit older. What have I gone through? Maybe like more like a, you know, and then you had to find out who's in shape. Maybe like Jamie Lee Curtis. Does anyone know Jamie Lee's still in shape? Mm, unfortunately, yeah, no. Nope. I She's think a, like, I think of it like, um, like Playboys, right? Like when play, like the, in like, the latter year, let's say the latter like two decades of Playboys, it would always just kind of be like one of his concubines is Miss March and Miss April. And then sales are down and we got Pamela Anderson. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's just it's business. It's there's the ebb and flow. And they're like, yeah, fucking cool. What did we do last year? That one sucked. Uh, fucking Martha Stewart. I know, but then let's just say magazines, print media is absolutely dead. If you have to go for the, if the if the goal is to go for people who still buy that shit, then you have to go that old, that old. Like not just like like Selma Hayek is in her fifties. I yeah. I might be going and buy me a Selma Hayek issue. Yeah. I mean, I'm still like she still looks good. Yeah, and I think that. <laughs> come on, if 
all men are going to, I guess my point would be like, if you found the hottest, like 23 year old, all men from 23 to 83 are going to find that woman attractive and go by the issue. So why put the 81 on there and like limit yourself? Like what? All the way up to like 50 years old. You know what I mean? You're, you're cutting off 21 to 55. Well, see, I don't know. And there, I think that's where you like, you underestimate the generations younger than us. Like, them one men are dogs. Uh, Wes pointed that out. And two, fucking these young Thundercats are 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 woke. You know what I mean? They don't care. They don't care that she's eighty one. They they make lubricant for stuff like that. Like you know what I'm saying? Like they're fine with it. I think. I th- so I think as much as you think it's cutting out a segment of market, it's not. Some, and some... you still get high twenty one year olds and twenty two year olds in the phages after her. Some, you know what I'm saying? It's not like it's devo- It's just Martha Stewart. Some of these uh, 16 to 19 year old boys are looking for her apple pie recipe. Get all intimate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, they're going to find her peach pit if they open the page 76. Could you imagine like if there was like an apple pie recipe or fucking peach cot like re- there probably is one. We haven't even bought this Sports Illustrated because we're not old. <laughs> <sighs> By the way, you know Barbara from Shark Tank? Yeah. Oh, she yes. recre- she recreated it. Just one photo, though. Look so. <laughs> if, 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 if Barbara's the one, of... how old's Barbara? Seventy four. Okay. okay. Barbara's seventy four, and uh, yeah, and that's the one with the short hair, if I'm correct. Yeah, correct? that's right. Yeah, I think so. She looks like like a like a old uh, Maria Navratilova. Is it, is it up there? Well, I mean, here. Do you want me to share it? Oh, yeah. I'd love to see it. If you have one, Uh, yeah. I can't. It's just proving Sports Illustrated's point. It's like, yeah, I want to see it. (laughs) I thought you teed it up. Huh. 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 I'd still take Martha Stewart. Yeah, I would too. Plus plus seven years, you know? You said, what did you say, Martina Navratilova? I was going to say Mary Lou Retton, but. (laughs) Well, I feel like if maybe we traded heads, if we traded bodies, I feel like. I feel like Barb might have a better body. Uh, Because I feel like what Martha's doing there is she's leaning the gut on top of the thigh. Mm-hmm. And it's it's playing an illusion there. And I think Barb is actually in, like, decent shape. I don't, I don't know. Barbara's looks a little more edited than even the Sports Illustrated one. <laughs> well, lie. there's definitely some, uh, some tighter cleavage going on. That's for sure. Right. They definitely yeah. give her a little kind of a tie in the back. Corset uh, look type thing going on. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, hey, good for the good for the ladies, good for the older gals. Was it hot older yeah. woman summer? Moral of the story is I don't hate it. So, you know, and the more I'm thinking about it, the more I'm, I guess, I'm like not dreading like the the, the future. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like our our women are obviously going to to deteriorate in some capacity, but as long as they deteriorate on the side of like aged beauty. It looks like we're going that route. Like we all are, you know, like Wes and I are in our 40s. I think we look pretty good for our 40s. We don't look like the 40. Dude, somebody showed a picture of Mr. Roper from uh, Three's Company. Yeah. He was he was 53 years old. Yeah, that guy. Mr. Roper was 53 and think, looked like today's 73. Also, I think it was a lot of fucking clothing. Like clothing didn't yeah. do people any, any fucking like. You know what I mean? I see pictures of my dad in his 20s, and I'm like, God damn, you were like 45, 50. You were old as shit, buddy. He was like, I was like 21, asshole. I'm like, ah, (laughs) Jesus Christ. All right, well, (laughs) that's weird. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I I think 
there are a matter of like what you're talking about generations looking uh, looking younger as time moves on like you like you just put it out in our cases Mer. but i also think and i was thinking about this today where there's just some people that look old really young and there's no no matter how you style them no matter what you do with their hair no matter what you do with their just for men on their beards or whatever they just get for instance we <clears throat> Okay, so I've been following my buddy's daughter's state softball. Like They're making a run at uh, the state softball championships. Uh, <clears throat> they ended up losing. But I remembered the team that I played on that made it the furthest. And we lost in soccer in the sem- uh, regional finals to Hereford, which is North Baltimore County. And they had two dudes on their team that were, like, balding. And I don't mean – I don't mean, like, they, like – they, you know, they had the Mr. Roper fucking like you unicorn, right? Or, you know, or horseshoe around the head or whatever. I'm just talking about like in five years, they were going to have to make a, a decision. Mm-hmm. Do I shave this motherfucker? And this is like these guys are 17 years old. So some people just get old quick. That's true. Mm-hmm. You're not wrong. I'm trying to think yeah. of somebody who aged before our eyes and somebody who de-aged before our eyes. Like uh, like Nicolas Cage is actually kind of uh, – I think in it, if you go back and look at us uh, – Raising Arizona, mm-hmm. he's the guy you're talking. He's the high school kid you were talking about. He was going bald. He's looking real squirrely. Those teeth weren't going to make it much longer. Uh-huh. And then all of a sudden, he got some money, and he Father Time reversed itself uh, pretty quickly. And then you got somebody like Johnny Depp, who lasted a long time looking real hot. And now look at him; he looks like a beach ball. They keep fucking like <laughs> like reskinning somehow. <laughs> It's all puffy uh, and just like, Ugh. all right. There's one puffy. He's he's done all right. Did he you did see it. that commercial? The, the Super yeah. Bowl commercial? Yeah. He looks weird. I don't know what he did, but it didn't go well. And I think that's why he's got the beard. I think he got. I think he got Jim Palmered. I think he got a few uh, a few too many, a few too many uh, skin tightenings. And uh, yeah. it's like, sorry, P. We gotta get you some fake hair for this face now. They wound it up so tight it like it ripped a little bit, and they were like, "Oof, woof. All right, well we got we got to move your hairline back now, sir. <laughs> Sorry. Don't worry, we're gonna do a scalp expansion to make your head bigger. We, we, we overcranked it just a little. Crank, <laughs> Ah, oh, folks. All right, well we're gonna bring back a a special guest, someone who hasn't been with us uh, in a few weeks, someone that's uh, knowledgeable, well versed and can potentially see the future in a few types of things. And tonight we're going to be talking about mainly three different articles that deal with artificial intelligence. But this man's intelligence comes from a different source, purely mythological, philosophical, and bullshittia. Tonight, folks, is Nostra Dumbass. Nostra Dumbass, thank you for joining us. What's up, bro? Just got off the course. (laughs) Nostra Dumbass, how'd you shoot? Uh, like shit. Mid nineties, you know, fucking you, trash. You couldn't. That's uh... your dumbass. I have to ask. Did you visit yeah. Long Beach over the weekend, bro? Uh, look, I've been <laughs> spending some time in California. All right, don't judge me. <laughs> I don't know what's going on? Lay, lay off, bro. <laughs> Turn a new leaf. <laughs> All right, I, I apologize. I'm working on some of my improv. Um, anyway, please continue. Doesn't sound right. very wizardly or spiritual. <laughs> bra. Hey, hey, everyone, need, everyone needs a hobby, all right, man? <laughs> Fair enough. 
On the first of our three AI-centric uh, news Ooh. stories, I'm going to start yeah. off with one coming out of it. I don't even know where it comes out of. It just comes out of the world of Snapchat. Uh, Karen, yeah. Karen uh, Marjorie, 23, has 1.8 million followers on Snapchat. She has yeah. worked with a Fortune 500 company to create what they are calling Karen AI. It's a chatbot described yeah. as a virtual girlfriend. Yeah. She's already found uh, – uh, <clears throat> she already has – 1,000 paying subscribers in the first month of its rollout. Uh, revenue stream, $71,610 in just a few weeks. She thinks that she'd be able to make $1 to $2 million a month just on selling herself or pimping herself as an AI girlfriend. Nostradamus, do you see this just changing the landscape of pornography and relationships as we know it? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure I talked about AI in like the 800s or whenever it was that I was alive. Uh, and I think the, the, the key takeaway is that no matter what, it's going to kill society. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, we're definitely going to pay these AI bots for sexual pleasure. Uh, and probably all of us in the near future, um, because what else are we going to do to tell the AI no? Well, have been with AI. I told you guys. Well, I think this kind of has a lot to do with um, this next AI story. The oh. ex-Google chief says that AI will view humans as scum and create yeah. killing machines. Now, yeah. so do you – how do you view that like in-game apocalypse story with – how do these two relate to each other? Because this sounds like the ultimate AI pleasure versus – the ultimate AI apocalypse. How, yeah. how do they how do they coalesce? How do they how do they come together and how do they differentiate? Yeah, so here's the thing about AI. It stands for artificial intelligence. They're it's far smarter than us. We made it that way because we're dumb. Um so yeah, what the connection here is that some of us are going to be distracted by AI porn, these chatbots. We're gonna be just jerking it. Jerking it hard, probably using flashlights installed in your homes at this point in the future. Yeah, so tell and me then, about your day. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then fucking AI Karen. Of course, her name's Karen for some odd reason. C-A-R-Y-N, by the way. Yeah, helps, helps, you, helps you with the self-pleasure while the rest of society is crumbling around you because the other AI has decided we are scum, which, let's be frank, we kind of are. Uh <laughs> We kind of always have been. Uh, and, yeah, that's, it's just really a distraction, man. Like, that that's all the AI sex is. It sounds good. It probably will be good up until your untimely death by robot. <laughs> so, so if I'm gathering this correctly, it's almost as if the AI chat slash sex bot virtual girlfriend mm -hmm. that you're paying a dollar a minute for mm -hmm. will drain your bank account. Yes. Bleed you dry due to your sexual perversions, and in the mm -hmm. meantime, you won't have the ability to buy the necessary equipment or have the time and resources to yeah. see what's going on around you, and then the world will just be crippled economically yeah. through AI slut porn. It will, it will, it will bleed you dry financially and sper spermally. I don't <laughs> know if that's a word, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah, and and you will have yeah, you will have not only just no re no energy. You're just taking naps in the middle so, of the day. <laughs> just, so no, so no AI's problem. strategy is to make us lethargic. <laughs> It'll chap our hands and make us lethargic so we can't fight back.
Yes. No calm and like no guys, funds. Look, look. Also, like I said, I think you're missing the key point here. Fleshlights will be installed in your homes. These will be collected by the AI robots, and they will turn us into fucking monkey slaves. We will de- we will be devolved by our own artificial intelligence. Call it it now. Put it up there. If you get if any of us is still alive, I called this. So we, AI will be collecting the flesh bots, what, and disposing them or cleaning them and, and resupplying. Yeah, I assume at this point in the future, they will, to... have, they will have created a, a pneumatic tube system for the fleshlight loads. Uh, so, <laughs> again, artificial intelligence. They're smarter than us. There are a lot of, there are a lot of layers to this that need to happen. I don't think it's going to happen overnight, is what I'm saying, but it's coming. So the, the, apparently, the, so are we. The, the evolution right. will be door to door will be replaced by a nomadic tube system, a la like a bank cashing a check back in the day. Yeah. Yep. Exactly right. like that. You can't put coins in it. Just gotcha. Loads. I do have a question about yeah. Dumbass. You had mentioned that uh, this one dollar a minute girlfriend chatbot thing will will deplete us of our cash at least for maybe a fleeting moment. Do you think it will create? competition thus driving the prices down of the 1-800 sex chat numbers that still are lingering around every now and then oh yeah i mean the, the right now they're like those those call centers are liquidating mm-hmm. you know what i mean it, you, you can't it's unsustainable ai chatbot sex will definitely overtake regular phone sex that's just that's that's, that's I don't even know what kind of question that is, honestly. I just think that maybe like maybe they'll maybe they'll throw a hail mary and, and really drop the prices. You know, like, <laughs> I mean, they can't compete with AI on the sex talk because look, you have a Martha Stewart who isn't as hot as Martha Stewart on the other end. He's like, yeah, what do you, what do you like to do? Look, um, I, I don't have any inside knowledge, but I think copper phone lines are going out of fucking style. Anyway. <laughs> so, but see, this seems pointless. The infrastructure is about to crumble. <laughs> to, to AI's credit, like Wes, this like blends the best of both worlds. You've got like you've got like the the Bertha, the Bertha with the voice of. Just, just, I don't know, like spun silk mixed with the AI like sex image that you want to see. And they can seamlessly line the two up. And it's just like, okay, here we're on to something. Like she knows what I like and it knows what I want to see. And now what I feel like what Wes is saying is, is like, and maybe this is just a new game plan for AI, is, hey, AI, if you drop the price a little bit, even some schlub like me will try it out. <laughs> Bring it down to a quarter a minute, and I'll, be, I'll give you five minutes. I mean, I mean that's, that's, that's not, that's not a think, whole lot of grit. I think the, the moral of the story is that the greatest technologies are used for two things, and that's sex and war. And that's what we're going to get out of this, just in a weird roundabout way with, you know, forced semen collections and fucking... <laughs> You know AI robot wars. Well, with all this, with all this, uh, this talk of uh, liquids, I, I feel like Charles S. Dutton will still have a job working for the AI computer robots, cleaning up the spills. <laughs> now, before before we move on, uh, one final AI question for you. This sure. is a story out of uh, CNN Business, and it says uh, your iPhone will soon be able to replicate your voice after just fifteen minutes. Of training now, is this a positive AI story where, like, uh, you know, your phone can then answer for you, kind of have a gist of what you would say, and uh, then that way you don't have to talk to the twats that you really don't feel like dealing with. 
Um, I mean, I guess it's a it's a positive in the immediate because we'll be able to like not take co- our mom's calls and things of that nature. Uh, but remember, this is all an intricate web being weaved by the AI, and and this is probably this just just another way to fucking control us. What is now, now we're not going to get important calls. AI is going to take them for us. We don't even know mm-hmm. what's going on. You know what I mean? Maybe we've verbally agreed to contracts over the phone, recorded. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Maybe it calls your boss. It's like, yeah. hey, yeah. remember what you said to me yesterday? Well, you can go fuck yourself while I fuck your daughter. Have a good Look, one. A lot Have of my contemporaries called me a pessimist. You know what I mean? I've talked a lot about the end of the world, volcanoes, things of that nature, <laughs> fuck plagues. But am I a pessimist or am I a realist? That's all I'm saying. Don't get so don't get so excited about artificial intelligence. It will kill us. God and God forbid you inadvertently say yes to a gender reveal party. Ugh. Yeah, Jesus. exactly. Imagine if your AI was like, "Fuck you, you go check out this fucking gender reveal, dick," <laughs> and then you're stuck. What are you going to not go? Then you'll lose social credit points or whatever we're we're in at that point, <laughs> and you'll never be able to buy a fucking ham sandwich. <laughs> Oh, uh, thank you, Nostra Dumbass. Actually, for... I do have one more question. Uh, sure. Nostra Dumbass. So <clears throat> the vision or the graphic that was created probably by something in AI during the ex-Google chief warns that AI will view humanity as scum. It looks an awful lot like the robots from the Will Smith movie, iRobots. Should yeah. this pan out or even become remotely close, do you think this will then fuel conspiracy theorist suspicion that Hollywood is in on this plot um, and they're creating movies because <laughs> see, they know. I mean, look, Hollywood doesn't know shit, but iRobot is in fact a historical document <laughs> from when the wars go down. So I can tell you that it's going to look exactly like that because that is fucking CCTV footage. It's not a movie. It's no production. There was no Michael Bay. <laughs> Wouldn't this make Hollywood the good guys though? Because it wouldn't all of these movies be like a like carved in stone warning, like Terminator, iRobot, uh, The Matrix. Like, quit fucking around, guys. We've yeah, seen but the they've future. been puppet mastered by our future overlords, which are robots. Actually, so it's kind right. of it's kind of weird. It's actually really existentially problematic. Actually, it's actually brilliant now I'm thinking about it because it's seeding hope in us that, no, we'll figure out a way to fix it. And then, yeah. no, there's no hope. The human will always wins. Yeah. Always. All, every time. Watch <laughs> it's all, all kind of, of basically the Matrix and Inception and Looper at the same time. Except for the movie, by the way, that got no play, Ex Machina, which is the only movie that has the bad ending where AI fucking wins and it didn't get any promotion any publicity and has only been seen by multiple people by word of mouth. Yeah. Ex Machia. Hmm. Like an yeah. X-Men type thing going on? That's, that's exactly <laughs> it, Wes. You fuck. You're never going to watch it. <laughs> it's not people true. Like not true. By the way, we're going we're gonna, to... Uh, I'm going to tell you all what my good bad movie of the month is for next week. Uh, and if <clears> that's <throat> any, uh, any indication to whether or not I'm going to watch Ex Machia... Then fuck you. It's the same theme, bro. <laughs> Thank you, Nacho Dumbass. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Oh, yeah, yeah. All right, well, let's get out of the artificial intelligence. Let's get into real intelligence. Let's feed our brain with knowledge. Facts. In facts. <laughs> Mur. <laughs> let's get to your fun fact. Friday, brought to you by Mental Floss. OMG, it's time for some amazing facts. Brought to you, of course, by our great friends over at the Shin Splints Recovery Group. Hey, listen, summer's around the corner. Gonna try to get that beach bod in shape. Well, you might want to try running a little bit. Uh-oh, I got some pain below the knee and above the ankle. What am I gonna do? I'm going to head over to the Shin Splints Recovery Group, and I'm going to talk to some mouth-breathing twats who think that there's some group out there that can help them with their medical ailment by talking about it on the internet, which is absolutely untrue, but it'll make you feel better, at least inside your mind, not down below that knee. Check out the Shin Splints Recovery Group online, on Facebook, and while you're there, go see our other friends over at the Flat Earth Science Advocates for Truth. And you can see that the earth, maybe it's flat, maybe it's not. Let's go find the truth and nothing scientific at all. Did you see Elon Lido's fucking uh, giant uh, rocket off a week or two ago? We forgot to talk about that. What did he do? He launched the Starship rocket up mm. to, to see if it would fly. And it fucking did. And it was fucking glorious. Was it though? It what? Yes, it's like they they literally like put rocket fuel inside the Empire State Building and fucking put it <laughs> in the atmosphere. Yes, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> that seems. Uh, I mean, yeah, I guess it's cool, but does it seem useful? Yes. What? Why do you hate Elon so much? He's just hates- asking a question. I said no, no, nothing no, about no. Elon. I'm just no, asking no. a question. No, no, it's it's loaded with a bigger payload than than what he's fucking putting on these rockets. That's what your question was. It's fucking loaded. <laughs> was it impressive? Yes, it was impressive. It's bigger than the biggest ICBM we've ever launched in this space. But yeah, is why it? We yes. See it? Huh? Elon rocket. Then yeah. why didn't we see this shit then? Because people don't like Elon, and because they don't like Elon, they're like, we're not going to show your amazing human feat of intelligence and engineering because you said bad things on Twitter. When did he do this? When did this happen? Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Alright. I mean, it's on the New York Times. Is this the thing that fucking blew up? Well, it wasn't supposed to land. This one was the one that they were just like, does uh, it fly? And it uh, does. And actually, it did... It, here's what ha- Here's what ha- happened. It did so well that it actually started its like landing procedure, but it was never designed to land. So they're like, ah, we don't have to do now. It's flipping in the air. We didn't, we didn't make it to separate. And so they just blew it up. It was, that was awesome, too. God. They blew up in the stratosphere? They blew it up in the stratosphere? Yes. So, pro- see, probably a cover for spraying stuff. That's right. It was probably, <laughs> it was probably filled with barium. And fucking... <laughs> <laughs> I think my life, though. <laughs> All right. Well, while Alan... You didn't see that one coming, did you, Nasha Dumbass? <laughs> All right, well, I have... It's already Alan, back in 1850. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Grab the candles, and let's get this party started here. Did you know, in 2004, a rogue monkey began terrorizing residents of the city of Patalia in India's northern Punjab region? 
The monkey stole food from homes, ripped the buttons off people's shirts, threatened kids with bricks, and once even swiped someone's math textbook and calculator. To keep the marauding jungle creature off the streets, Indian officials sentenced it to monkey jail, a now-defunct detainment center in Patalia that was reserved for ill-behaving primates. Wow, they couldn't, even, they couldn't even catch it and take it somewhere in the wild away from the village. They had to create a fucking monkey jail. Yeah. Animals. Damn animals. Aren't those called <laughs> zoos? Ridiculous. So they made, they made a zoo? I, well, no, this, sounds like, this sounds like more than a zoo. This is like monkey jail. Because, look, I've been to the Baltimore Zoo. Like, I'm looking at those guys, and they're just, like, fat and happy, like, whew. No more yeah. lions. We're cool. Woo. And like they could leave when they want. They're just like they're just there to like chill and stay. And mm-hmm. essentially there's this plexiglass there so they don't rip one of your arms off in like a I don't know, like a moment of like sexual heat, you know? That's that's mm-hmm. all our zoos are. Over there, they that monkey probably would have found its way back to civilization just to terrorize some more. I just yeah. respect it for threatening a kid with a brick. If you're gonna threaten a child, a brick is absolutely the right way to go. I wonder I if kids know, just got. Per- I wonder if kids just got particularly mouthy with them. You know, yeah. the kids are like "fuck you," and you know, adults say, are like, like "hey, man, ooh, take whatever you whatever you want." But the kids are like, "no, you're not it my might, dad." <laughs> it might sound morbid, but if I was like at a zoo or walking through fucking an Indian town and I saw a monkey throw a brick at a child, I'd laugh. <laughs> I'd be yeah, like, what that little shithead do? I bet you that monkey, bet you he fucking did something to that monkey. And that monkey was like, pop! <laughs> Sick of your yeah. shit. See, I thought you were going to say you would say something. No, I, I mean, I would laugh out loud. So. You would re- reprimand the monkey. The point is, no, I, I would reprimand the child. I, I, I think something's only as funny as fast as you would like scroll to the next video on TikTok. And like, mm-hmm. if a monkey's got like a brick up above its head, like, ho ho! And, like, there's a child there. If you stay on that video, you're the asshole. Yeah, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm watching it, I think. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to watch it, too. I mean, I, believe me, I know what kind of – I know what I'm cut from. I'm cut yeah. from the asshole club. The asshole is the guy who put it up on TikTok, not me. You know, the asshole is the guy who filmed it. Yeah. Well, fair. <laughs> it didn't stop the monkey, th- the brick throwing monkey. So what? What do you think ever became of the monkey jail? I mean, did they? Obviously, they released him, right? It was a fairy tale ending. They didn't kill him and burn the jail. No, hey, he got right. a monkey. He got a monkey parole. Okay, okay. Yeah. and uh, he got a job at Subway. Pardon. <laughs> that depends. Was it? Is it a private prison because they put him to work for like fifty cents an hour? Like in India, bananas, coconuts, <laughs> two cents an hour. That's right, India. Yeah, remember we had a discussion about like using monkeys to harvest bananas or mangoes or coconut. What the fuck episode? This is a while back. Oh yeah, we, yeah. They were climbing. They were, they were they were climbing those trees. Yeah, to get the yeah. like get maybe coconut. That's what they, maybe that's what they did with them. Yes. They like contracted them out. They were like, yeah, take hey, take this fucking monkey. He climbs. Just keep this leash on him. All right, we're too fascinated with fucking. He can play a mean third base. (laughs) (laughs) You ever need someone for your softball team? God damn it! Now you're gonna keep me on this. (laughs) What do you think Matt LeBlanc was thinking when he made that movie with that fucking fake monkey? Uh, Ed, Uh, probably like a two two hundred fifty thousand dollars signing bonus. (laughs) He was riding that friends wave. 
That's yeah. what I mean, though. Like, I feel like maybe he, like, he thought the Friends wave was going to fucking, like, crash and burn. It was just like, yeah, I'll do your stupid movie. Because, man, he he fucked his career up good. For, yeah, like, well, like, dude, Matt LeBlanc was, like, last on the fucking list of, like, he was right? the most. He was the least talented but most handsome. Yeah. That gets you pretty far. That look that gets you that gets you further than Ed and Hollywood. None of, none of them outside yeah, of Aniston like, had wasn't... Go ahead. Sorry, yeah. sorry. I said none of them outside of Aniston had like great movie careers. I know <clears throat> what's his face did like the the movies well, with De Niro fucking, uh, um Corny Cox. But like, but, like, like a good a good movie career? Scream, that was a good Screams, movie career. Like they were decent at first and now they suck, but you know, nostalgia. I would put up I would put that Kudrow's uh, uh Romeo Mo, Rome was Oh, Mo, yeah. But that uh, was I that would, was that pre-friends or mid-friends? Mid-friends. That was mid-friends. Okay. Yeah, but Kudrow was like Kudrow was like your buddy's hottest girlfriend. Like, if you're lucky, you know what I mean? Like, she was, like, right there. She was probably the most talented of the group, but mm-hmm. was, like, if she had the Aniston face with her actual acting chops, then she would have had something. That's... Chandler, he could have done something, but I think he was too hopped up on the drugs. <laughs> oh, he was fucking, yeah, he was fucking, what's the, okay. What's the, what's the movies where, where uh, De Niro is his father-in-law, but he's a mob boss, or soon to be? So he's marrying like Amanda Peet. I think and her I th- dad is oh, that's Robert the, the De Niro. Whole, that's the whole no, 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 I, no. That's not that. But you're thinking the whole nine yards and the whole ten yards, and that's with Bruce Willis. And Bruce Willis is like the oh, ex-husband. it is Bruce Willis. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, it is Bruce it's Willis, my ex husband. Yeah, 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 yeah. And after that, I think he just got it. Well, he did the Seventeen again, which was like the Freaky Friday kind of thing. Okay. That was pretty good, actually, with Zac Efron. You know, yeah. he goes back. Yeah, and... I, don't, I don't know, man. I don't think the I don't think the dudes like you said he was the best looking one, but he was the best looking one of a bunch of fucking kind of average fucking looking dudes, and and that was the mid nineties. You had like mid nineties Brad Pitt and Johnny Depp before his face got all weird and fuck like he was he was. 50th down on the good looking guy scale like you know what I mean at the time that he was most famous I think Ed is probably best he's getting (laughs) so you're saying like hey look I want you to play a movie of a struggling minor league baseball player but a monkey is going to become the third baseman yeah you're going to be the protagonist so yeah yeah, whatever oh oh so we're using a real trained monkey no, we're going to use a guy <laughs> who has some really bad, like, genetics that just happens to, like, be able to fit into the suit we made. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, we're talking about, like, Friends actors who uh, went outside of Friends and did movies. David Schwimmer plays a uh, a down-on-his-dumps, recently divorced, recently got a DUI, struggling to figure out if he can have any type of custody with his daughter, pit boss in Atlantic City. Whew. It, it's a good movie. It's a really good movie. I feel like David Schwimmer has like either dirt on somebody in Hollywood or has some sort of mental deficiency and they just like by charity gave him work. I don't know why that guy's an actor. I don't know why they pay him to do any job he's been hired to perform because <laughs> he's just this I hated Ross with a passion. I don't know it, just everything. Even like when he was in Band of Brothers and he was the twattiest of the twats. Oh, in that. God, the worst. Uh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I mean, if you're paying him to make me hate something, then money well spent. 
Yeah, I mean, that's fair. I'm looking at his IMDb. He's got a hateable face. <laughs> so, like... <laughs> hateable uh, acting style. Well, yeah. So maybe that's what maybe that's what it was. Maybe they were like, "Look at this fucking I hate this guy's face." All right. Fact number two, by the way, <laughs> did you know? According to data from the University of Michigan's Health and Retirement Study, when kids in America fly the coop, they don't go very far. The New York Times analyzed a survey of older Americans and found that on average, adults live just 18 miles from their mom. The and the analysis also found that only twenty percent of Americans live more than a few hours from their parents by car. You know that reminds me of a David Schwimmer movie. It's called <laughs> Fly the Coop. Uh, it's about a young man coming to. No, I was kidding. <laughs> Joking. No, I mean it may, I'm 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 living in that. You know, I I don't live more than an hour away from where I grew up, and I didn't uh, at the other place, which is the opposite end of. Where I am now, <clears throat> even closer to where I am now, which means yeah. I'm halfway to where I was before I was <laughs> when I became who I am. All right, Kamala Harris. Because <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> I'm living in this moment, which is made of time, and time is right now, and right now is a part of time. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's actually the philosophy teacher told me uh, when I was actually paying attention when I was going to community college, taking a philosophy class. I said, if you actually think about it, the it's only it's only past or present. There's no there's no right now or there's only past or uh, future past or future. Right. <clears throat> Thank you for helping me out there. But anyway, he's like, OK, right now. All right. That was the past. OK, right now. That's the past. I thought, man, look at that. that that's poetry right there. <laughs> I mean, you could, like, wh- I guess my point is, what does one dictate as the present? Two weeks ago and two weeks ahead of us? I think what you are doing and what you've done and what you're doing in the next 30 minutes is the present. Okay. And I think there's an hour. I give it, like, an hour time frame. When you showed up to the bar and when you leave the bar, that's the present. That's what you just did. Even though you just did it, it's still the present. It's what you were doing. It's your it's your moment. What if that you take work? home an eighty one year old Martha Stewart? <laughs> oh, then that's in the past, and you tell that's... no one about it. <laughs> you were living in the present though when it happened. <laughs> <laughs> and, regretting, and regretting the future. <laughs> I don't know. I'm fucking telling everybody. Probably be like ah, Martha Stewart. <laughs> I. F- I fucked her like Ross would have fucked her. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> talking really about dinos- He's talking about dinosaur facts the whole time. Slow with no emotion. <laughs> You're enjoying this, aren't you? I thought so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was I? What was even the fact? Oh, where we live, Alan? How far Good. do you live from your parents? Empty, um, empty nesters. Not not far, like a half hour. Okay. Yeah, yeah I'm hour. like. I moved back. I was three hours away, and now I'm like two minutes away. And bottom line is, like, honestly, it makes standard though. Yeah, it it makes it makes a hundred percent sense because, like, if this is, I think the generation before us was probably the the first generation, one of the only generations to like, all right, guys, uh, see you twice a decade, see ya, and everybody fucking moved for jobs, and then we realized, like, this is weirdly unnatural and we shouldn't be doing this like we should be living in a community of our own people because that's how fucking we've done it for millennia that's how we survive to this point our fucking community and our species thrive by this so 
Yeah, it just makes sense. There's probably a genetic fucking mag- magnetism to all this thing. Yeah, I mean, it's just we're not like most humans don't fucking like major change. It's just easier to do, right? Like, it's easier to stay here, go to school near here, get a job near here. Like, yeah. And you also, I mean, like, and you'll notice in Friends when they were moving out of the apartment, they they did not feel all that comfortable. You know, yeah. they gravitated it's back weird. towards those two apartments across the hall from one another. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Moving on. <laughs> did you know? Got the morbs? Is a Victorian term meaning temporary melancholy. So <laughs> there was slang in the Victorian era. Oh, like, yeah. Morbid got oh what you got a case of the morbs like Nostra dumbass Nostra dumbass sounded like he had a case of the morbs tonight. Mm-hmm. It did it's very it did. Bill like and Ted would <laughs> Bill and Ted would have said that if they went back to the, the Renaissance era, Look, right? He shot he shot ninety six today, bro. He was he was pretty pretty upset about it. He had the, the little case of the morbs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, not the shanks. Just the dwarves? No. no, this is the chunks. <laughs> <laughs> you could see, I could see like Theodore Logan be like, oh, what's up, man? Got the morphs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start saying it all the time now. God, why are you doing that? Did you did you see a video with Keanu today? Because I saw a video of Keanu and somebody like asked him a question of like, uh, you know, you've been in the public eye for blah, 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 blah. Like, you know, how do people treat you? He's like, yeah, everybody's got a line. And he went through all of his like most memorable like – Utah, give me two. You know, he gave like they went and but he was doing them all and it was just like, God damn, this is why everybody loves Keanu Reeves. He even did like Hey the they were they were like, Hey Keanu, stay excellent. But he did all the voices and all the lines and I'm like, Shit, man. Wow. Yeah, that's, cool. that's wild. He did because yeah, Gary cool. Busey said, Utah, get me two. That's wild that he did it in a Gary Busey voice. That's unbelievable. <laughs> I'm kidding. Come on, man. I'm joking. I'm joking. (laughs) Utah, too. (laughs) I was going to say something, actually. Oh, no. Did I see a Counter Reeves movie? No. This is going to be very nerdy of me. I'm preparing to watch the one that came out last year on Netflix. Uh, It's like Matrix. Oh, Revolutions. No, not Revolutions is the third one. They came out. Netflix produced one. No, like it's last it, was, year. it wasn't Netflix. It was uh, it was on HBO Max, and uh, oh, okay, it, it was done by Warner Brothers, who made gotcha. All the movies. You're preparing yourself to watch it. Like, what are you doing to prepare? I'm just like <clears throat> doing like oh, okay. YouTube scenes of the Matrix. Why don't you just watch the Matrix? Eh, I've watched it a thousand fucking times. Then just why do you need the, to watch videos? Just give me the cliff notes, and you know, let me get up to speed. What do you need? To- you are such a weird character. You are a strange man. What do you man. mean? I like to catch, like, okay, I can catch the Matrix in 11 to 12 clips on YouTube and be like, okay, psh, I, no, I've you watched can't, that movie. Because there's fucking context that you miss in between the clips that you're not watching that you didn't see. Like, or if you're really you talk to, to me. Do, do I miss context in movies? Yes. You miss, you are the least contextual person I know. That's nonsense. We've gone over some random Charles S. Dudden movies lately. Uh, you know, Nick of Time, which you always seem to forget the plot of every time. I I know I'm fascinated by how much cursory information that you retain, but how much specific information fleets just gone. Yeah. Mm. Thank you. Yeah. 
All right, then then let's then then quiz me on the Matrix. Let's see what you got, smart guy. Well, I don't. What do you want? What do you need to know? Like, I mean, like, I mean, my. I don't need to know anything. Get me some. Get like, give me a trivia question. Give you like. See, this is what I'm getting at. It's like like you want specific points, whereas like I'm more of like an overall philosophy guy. Like, where does Neo fall into the Messiah uh, philosophy? Oh, see. That's a that, he's <laughs> bailing out. He's bailing out. <laughs> bailing out. You just can't bail in. Did you know a 2005 study published in the journal Nature found that people can't totally sink in quicksand? We actually float in it because we're not dense enough to sink in the mixture of sand, clay, and salt water. Even if someone struggles and wiggles like they're told not to do, the most a person will sink is probably just waist deep. It's all a lie. It's yeah. all a lie. I see. I see him bear grills. Yeah, that's the first thing I thought of. Yeah. I'm like, all right, watch. Boom. I mean, I think he, but he also shows how to get how to get out of it. Is, is is the real trick? Not necessarily. You're not going to fall and drown in it, but it does take some technique to get out of it. You could get stuck there and then thus die from dehydration or starvation. Yeah. Yes. That or if you do get up to the diaphragm, like yeah. around nipple, nipple area, then they're, they it could suffocate the, you. The density could, yeah, like okay. I think that's the bigger thing too is people like panicking, right? So like yeah. once you get up there and you, you're breathing heavy and you're freaking out, yeah, you could die. You want to try to you want to try to lean and and pancake yourself. Keep yeah. them palms flat and keep trying. Oh, yeah, to, slowly. Yeah. Like you're trying like you're trying to grind on a. 81-year-old Martha Stewart. <laughs> Slowly. This is where like some people got miffed about what what was what was the Bear Grylls show called? The first uh, one? I think it was Man vs. Wild or some yes. shit. Okay. Yep. And he he legitimately did that. I know the episode you're talking about. He goes he he does a pencil dive toe first right into it. Yeah. And then yeah. explains and he, you know, he struggles a little bit and he's an athletic in shape guy and has, you know, it's not like, like toting the line of death, but he gets out of it and he's just covered from armpit all the way down in muck. And okay. That was incredible. That's amazing. Uh, it was awesome that he was willing to do that for the camera. But then the next scene he comes out and he's got clean fucking clothes on. I was like, Bitch, you should have been walking around in fucking four yeah. pounds of mud. That would have been more yeah. impressive. Yeah, people like you're. You were either I think during that time of like shows, you were either a Man versus Wild Barrel Grills kind of guy, or you were a Survivor man who was like, right. who like but, I didn't fuck with that guy because like yeah, he did it by himself, which is which was fucking sweet. But he was just always bitching. Like I'd rather <laughs> much, I just much rather watch fucking Bear Grills like entertain me with his hokey fucking Cockney accent than like. Fucking listen to Les Stroud. The fucking name is stupid. Fucking just <laughs> bitching about being alone in the wilderness, which he signed up for. Like, yeah, it it really trying got to keep me. Mor- trying to keep morale up. No yeah, shit. Yeah. <laughs> no, and that and that's fair. It, it, that, that's a hundred percent fair. I've thought I always thought the Bear Girls got a fucking bad rap for that shit. It's like yeah. he even came out as like I'm demonstrating what happened. Like yeah. yes, they found a carp in the fucking shallows that had been like grazed by a bear claw like two days ago and they set it on the shore yes but i still fucking ate it 
Like, yeah. he didn't go out and scavenge for it. He, he found it. He yeah. also fucking wrangled a fucking alligator and stabbed it in the neck and killed it. It's facts. And fucking gutted it and cooked it. Now, yeah. whether the production team found the alligator, I don't know. I don't give a fuck. That motherfucker slept inside of, like, a dead camel. Mm. <laughs> That's oh. a, That was a thing. He did wow. that. <laughs> the other thing he did was he took camel dung and he put it in a shirt and rang put like rang the shirt until the camel dung had liquid drip from it and then he drank the liquid yeah. for <sighs> again this yeah. is for demonstration purposes only which right. is actually what they put at the beginning of every episode after yeah. the fiasco because yeah. the reason he got caught is apparently there's one shot in one scene where there's a highway about a mile behind him, and you can actually see a tractor trailer go by in the background. And they're like, he ain't in trouble. He's near a highway. And it's like, okay. Yeah. He's pretending, okay? Did you, did you not, could you not tell from the very expertly fucking recorded video and sound hmm. that he wasn't by himself? Like, <laughs> it's, it's the most, and like, like you said, that guy fucking like drank fucking poop water. And, like, I don't know how many times, I don't even think he needed to sometimes, drank his own urine. Like, I, just because. Fucking Les Stroud never did that and bitched about it the whole time. Like, <laughs> it's like, fuck that guy. <laughs> Good times. Our next fucking fact. Jesus. It's getting it's us like, all riled up. It's getting contentious tonight. Fucking... <laughs> Let's just send Ross out with Bear Grylls and see what happens. He probably, I think he did. I think that it was at that one week Survivor show. Oh uh, yeah, I, he does have a show where he takes like a celebrity out, and he's like, "Here we go." Yeah, he took David Schwimmer out. He was like, "He's like, you have to walk over this like, we have to, we have to uh, shimmy up this thing." He was like, oh, oh, I don't you know, know. I don't know. <laughs> You know, what I've noticed with celebrities is, like, heights breaks almost all of them. I feel like Dave Schwimmer would be the fucking one celebrity that would break Bear Grylls. I can't, can't, guys, I can't do this. I I can't, I can't stay in the wilderness with this human, this creature. No, I have to leave. Come on, you can stand, you can withstand David Schwimmer. No, no one can stand David Schwimmer. (laughs) I gotta get out of this. I'm I'm tapping. (laughs) Did you know? In the early 1920s, the Anti-Flirt Club established itself in Washington, D.C. with the purpose of fighting catcalling and other unwanted attention from men in cars on the street. Starting on March 4th, 1923, they held an Anti-Flirt Week where they shared their governing rules such as Don't flirt, don't accept rides from flirting motorists, and don't use your eyes for ogling. The original fucking woke club, 1920s anti-flirters. But see, that's listen. I'm not at. I'm not sliding towards like, hey, being a pig and cat calling and hollering at women is isn't wrong. It is. You you should be a gentleman. But I'm just trying to think back. Like you said, it's 1923. I'm just trying to think about how bad 1922 was. How fucking, <laughs> like, how just preposterous the fucking, yeah, girl, was, like, all the time. <laughs> yeah. They had to rally a little bit. 
I Looky mean, Lou, just... Agnes, let me see those ankles. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like that's that was happening all the time and somebody was like, We've got to put a stop to this. <laughs> Your wrists are looking milky white. Ha ha. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. That, but uh no, that, that that's wild though. A and game just... of twenty three single she will be. <laughs> <laughs> Nasha dumbass, what do you think? <laughs> uh, sorry, I gotta crack yeah, don't, don't do that, don't do that, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> You're, You're that, good. No comment. And that, my friends, is your Fun Fact Friday. <sighs> Folks, tonight on Before You Go, if any of you are familiar with Arby's and the slang line, or <laughs> not slang line, but the, the goddamn advertising line, tag Arby's tagline, we have the beef takes no, on a whole new God meaning. God damn it. It's no, always it's, ruins it. I know. It's like we have we, the meats. No, we got we got, got the meats. We, now you've done it in an Italian accent. <laughs> <laughs> we got the meats. <laughs> okay, that's closer. Arby's, we have the meats. No, we got the meats. No, Arby's, we've got the meats. It's Ving Rhames doing the voice. Okay, Ving Rhames is dead. <laughs> no, that's the other one. That was the Duncan guy. <laughs> what? Michael Clark Duncan. Yeah. Ving Rhames is is live. So it is. We have the meats. Okay. And I don't know. I don't. Here, we'll look. At All right. It brings new meaning because in a uh, place in Louisiana, <laughs> New Ibra, uh, Louisiana, via <laughs> like I always like saying this because the news stations uh, west of the Mississippi take on the K K A D N. Uh, a woman wound up in an Arby's walk-in freezer, dead. Uh, she was an employee. They haven't given her name out. <clears throat> Still early to tell, but uh, whoo-wee. Yeah, give me a give me rare, medium rare. What was going on in the uh, in the walk-in freezer? Foul play, that, David Schwimmer. I just think of that scene in fucking like Goonies where Chunk gets fucking in the, stuck in the walk-in freezer. He's looking at all the ice cream, and all of a sudden this dead body starts coming towards him. Somebody <sighs> went in there to get the fucking like aioli fucking sauce that's been <laughs> sitting in a plastic bag frozen for three weeks, like. To thaw it out, and just all of a sudden, here comes Edna. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Damn. Okay, so I thought Ving Rhames was dead, first of all. <laughs> Glad we cleared the air on that. Voice and, yep. Sorry, Ving Rhames. I know you listen. Uh, I apologize. <laughs> Think Ving Rhames is an Arby's eater? I mean, yeah. it's it's probably free, so yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, he doesn't need to like, just turn down a free big beef and cheddar. You tell me that. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know. After learning what I learned today. Okay, all right. So wait, this chick was a now. She was an employee. She was. Okay. Was she still on the clock? <laughs> oh yeah, she definitely didn't clock out. Yeah. Oh, uh, she's, oh, she clocked out. <laughs> right. Could be hazard. Could be hazard paid too. She could double up. I don't know. I think that's wage theft at some point. I wish I. Had, I wish I had actually done my due diligence and come up with like a billion <laughs> fucking puns for this, like I wanted to do. Um. So, bottom line is like, how often is anybody going in this walk-in freezer that they're just now discovering the body? I mean, it could be innocent. <laughs> like she went in there. Again, to like to go like pull out like the, the like the beef chunks and then just like 
had a heart attack or a stroke or something and just like like slumped down. Like mm-hmm. this comes back to like uh, all those shows, like the what, the John Tapper thing, the bar rescue and all that. Like, when was the last time you cleaned this freezer? What's the date on this bag? What's the date on this bag? And who's not going in to check the fucking walk-in? I, I always think like, what's this right here? What's this? Uh, I, I don't know. Kicks it. Oh, what is that? Oh, it's a human body. Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh, now it's not even fresh. I want you to smell it. Smell this human body. Smell it. It's decomposing in a walk-in freezer. It's unacceptable. <laughs> Mike, Pete, come here. Take care of this. I'm uh, leaving. I'm leaving. I'm quitting. I'm not even. No, I'm not even going to help you because you don't deserve my help. <laughs> this person deserves your help. This creepy man. I mean, I was actually uh, when I worked at uh, an IZOD in Perryville, Maryland, at the Outlet Mall. Um, a few. Uh, you had a like. You walked out the back door. The back door had like a tunnel system where all the other. Uh, Backdoor like storage areas like were connected to a it's kind of a tin like or like aluminum covering that fed you out towards a like a, a few dumpsters so you could like throw all, throw all your shit out um, and then, like a few months after I quit a coincidentally a body was found there really coincidentally was, yeah that's yeah well they I mean it was tied to the New Jersey mafia Murray you know me I mean I'm always I'm always going to Jersey on weekends. Um, but it's you know, so I mean, I'm not saying this is tied to the New Jersey uh, mafia. It's in Louisiana. <laughs> so, what, so what you're telling me, Mister Fox, is that somebody from the Jersey mafia came into this Arby's off this broad, threw in the walk-in freezer, and paid everybody off just walk around her for a couple months. <laughs> I would th- I would say they, when times got tough. And someone wanted a roast beef sandwich. They just shaved a little bit off the uh, off the tricep. Just <laughs> throw it on the flat top. Olive oil, butter. No one knows the better. I tell you what, you throw it on that onion roll with some cheddar sauce. I think you might be onto something. <laughs> God damn it! Arby's beef and cheddar is fucking sandwich. Yeah, let's get some Ar- Arby's tomorrow, yeah. dude. I- I don't even want Arby's. You know what I want is I want that fucking red sauce. I don't even know what it is. The Arby sauce. It's, it's no, 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 no. Not the Arby sauce. I don't know what it is they put on the actual beef and cheddar. It's not the Arby sauce because if you go and you get the actual Arby sauce, it's it's too vinegary. Whatever they put on the actual bun, it's like something like proprietary that I think they keep behind the counter that they don't let the public have. No, I thought they. I thought it was the cheese sauce that they put on everything. And then fucking a little bit of Arby sauce. They put something red on there, and they claim it's Arby sauce. But I swear to God, I've taken the bun off and licked it. Yeah, like, that's not the same fucking sauce. That's a different. I think it sauce. is. It's just got it's got cheese in it at oh, that okay. point. So Maybe. then you're like, I don't know. There's no. How old were you guys when the f- first time you had Arby's? I actually was in high school. Probably like high school, yeah. I was going to say, I was, ni- I was 19. I was a freshman in college. And the dude who, who, uh, who, who took me was blown away. He was just like, oh, my God, I can't. This is, this is preposterous. This is wild. Why, did, why is that? Did we not have did – we, we didn't have our – not, not clo- yeah, The closest not one to us was Glasgow, Delaware. And that's the first one I ever went to. And by the time I got to Glasgow, man, they had a whole goddamn 
array yeah. of things. I mean, you, you know, it's just a yeah. matter of just and, and plus I'm I'm 18. The money's not running wild. Yeah. yeah. What's that to do with Arby's? I mean, well, you Arby's find a McDonald's and get a couple double cheeseburgers. I know. Yeah. I mean, Arby's was like like a dollar more than like your standard McDonald's meal, but like <laughs> dollar goes a long way when you have sixty. That's that's, that's a fucking that's a McChicken, <laughs> motherfucker. That, that's true. That's true. That's true. And man, and, and the curly fries, man. Like when they oh yeah, the curly fries are fucking. That's yeah. That's not nice fire. The, the, now fire. they're sub. I will say they are substandard now. Like like. It's like anything else. Like Kentucky Fried Chicken used to have like legit the best chicken that ever existed, yes. and then they got fucking like you know corporatized with Yum Foods, and then they were just like let's just let's just mass produce it, motherfucker. I haven't had KFC in pro. I swear to you, I haven't had KFC in over a decade. Because the last KFC I had, like the skin with the with all the seasoning was like wet, like moist, like yeah, it wasn't. It was it yeah. And the last curly fries I had. The fries weren't crisp. The, the 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 seasoning wasn't there. It just it looked like they looked, but didn't taste like they should. Do you remember? Uh, do you remember KFC's honey barbecue? Like they had the wings and the boneless. You know what I'm talking about? I mean, you know what I'm talking about. Talking clearly, about, by, clearly by that reaction. Oh, fuck it. Now, not the boneless, like like the bone. No, ends. yeah, the bone ends were better. The sauce, Wes, was sauce like was it, it was like black. It was so fucking like whatever they did. It molasses. was like it was, but it, but it was like it, but it had it had like this burnt molasses taste, but like not burnt to where it was bad burnt, burnt to where it was like you left Char. it on the c- caramelized. Yeah, uh, yeah, yes. Like okay. it was like it was caramelized KFC skin in fucking this barbecue sauce. Oh my god, I'm se- I'm sexually aroused. I, you should be. I'm finished. <laughs> I'm finished. Yeah. <laughs> AI's coming to collect right now. Yep. It's, yeah. By the way, when you brought up uh, uh, KFC and I thought of Colonel Sanders, and then I thought we should have a Colonel Sanders, not your dumbass mashup. We should have these two. We should have these two worlds unite. <laughs> we should. Well, Colonel Sanders doesn't know much about the, uh, the computers, <laughs> but he can learn. Don't worry, I'll explain it to you. <laughs> All right. Nasha Dumbass Allen, tell the uh, kiddos and kidettes and people from the 800 AD and anywhere in the near future can find the middle class holes. You can fucking just email our robot overlords at fucking the middle class holes. Oh, you can find us on all your favorite social media platforms. We're at MDL class holes on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, we're the middle class holes on Facebook and TikTok and YouTube. Um, and for your listening pleasures, please check us out on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Did I miss anything? Oh, well. We don't use the fucking email anymore. Well, it's still tickleourtummies at gmail.com. Yeah, I mean, if that's your thing. <laughs> oh, did we get an email and not read it recently? I don't think so. I think I might have got told that by Keith. One nah, of we Keith. read that one. He we read that? Maybe I wasn't on. He just listened to, didn't listen to the whole episode. Fuck you, Keith. <laughs> no, 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 no. Fuck you, Keith. I appreciate you, Keith. I'm going to see him, like, Monday. <laughs> just, unfortunately for me, like, my Gmail account is all DraftKings fucking, like, sportsbook email. No, have... did, the last one we got was about Murr's plan for selling alcoholic beverages on the golf course. Oh, we great. read that. <laughs> he said, you're an idiot. All right. <laughs> 
On the uh, social media comments, we got three this week, three good ones. Uh, first is coming from uh, Whips and Tips. This is the car wash scammer. This is where you explain how you uh, jammed it on full throttle into the quarter slot and got free time. This guy says, or guy, at least that was the, this person says, uh, screw them anyway. The one I went to charged my cars multiple times for maximum the amount of time, even though uh, I've only spent like two fifty at charge $10 every time I had to call my bank and dispute it. And they still didn't get the right amount back. Uh, I don't know what he means by right amount. I hopefully that means he got some of the back, but doesn't sound like he got the full $10. Yes. Well, you know what? I've got to say, I've had nothing but uh, pleasant experiences with uh, modern car washes. In fact, I was in an automatic car wash and it shut down and I looked over at the wall and it's like, any questions? Call this number. And I called that number and some lady answered and she's like, oh, where are you? I said, rising sun. She's like, okay, which stall are you in? Uh, the furthest one to the right. She's like, oh, number two. Boop, 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 boop. She's like, okay, um, did it squirt water on your windshield? Yeah, it just did. She's like, okay, hold on one second. And she reset it, and it fucking went again and fucking washed my car. And I was magically impressed. And I was like, wow, yeah. okie doke. Here we go. Artificial intelligence Artificial meets moderate intelligence. Look at That's that. Right. <laughs> See? Yeah. Beautiful world. You wait until that thing fucking cooks you inside your car. Man. Scumbag like human. It cranks up the water heat and it just fucking sous vides you in a fucking in your Hyundai. <laughs> you look like you need a wax at 700 degrees Fahrenheit. <laughs> yeah. Well, I made the mistake when William was little to tell him that uh, unicorn poop cleaned our cars because when they spray like the really good stuff on there. <laughs> it's like a rainbow and he thinks it's unicorn poop and so we every time we pass a car wash we have to go get one mm, $15 that's the that's the high end run I gotcha I know what you're talking about hold on <clears throat> sorry uh, dating young girl on Instagram psych Tyson writes uh, and Alan by the way this is when we had uh, described an oh, uh, old guy decides and makes the conscious decision to date a younger woman and you said you're gonna do Molly at a uh <laughs> At a club, figure it out. Psych Tyson writes, at 30, I dated a 22-year-old. They're weird. They don't know how to go out on an actual date. I dipped. I dived. I ducked my way out. <laughs> it's, probably, it's probably for the best. Because you would have ended up eating Molly at 4 a.m. <laughs> and like I said, I know Psych Tyson, and I, I, I know how he dipped and I know how he ducked and I can only imagine how he dived the fuck out of there. <laughs> and when I say he dived out of there, I guarantee he left her sitting at a table waiting for his return and it never happened. <laughs> <sighs> Lastly, on white people burning on Instagram, enjoy Copeland. Uh, mer- uh, excuse me, Alan, this is where you talked about. Uh, you said burning. I said, do you know what burning is? And you're like, yeah, I, I got I got a quarter size thing on my on my calf muscle. So my <laughs> yeah. convenience. <clears throat> Alan, heck you, heck you, not heck to you, heck nice. you and your melanin. I got Rosie spending an hour in the sun in Arizona today. Thank you. Enjoy Copeland. Yeah. Well, see, that's I don't, I don't know what to say to that. You were stop being so white. <laughs> Stop being well, so David Schwimmer. Uh, as a matter of fact, I got mocked today. That guy bronzes, though. Sorry. <laughs> I got mocked today on the job by two Nigerian fellows. Uh, they were working outside uh, doing some project on a house. And uh, 
<laughs> I wasn't wearing my hat like I always do. And I, I'm just, I'm walking down the street and I hear like, me. And I turn around and I'm like, me? He's like, me. And I walk over there. They speak very broken English and like, hey man, you a uh, hat? I'm like, yeah, normally. I was like, I took it off, you know, because uh got to sun it up a little bit. And right. like, so, and, so they, and, they speak broken English and you responded, yeah, you know, sometimes I do it and I put my hat on. Sometimes I don't put my hat on you. I put my hat on. <laughs> very complex English sentences. <laughs> what am so I supposed to do? Answer. This motherfucker yes. called me across, okay, a street, a road. What is it? At least 15 feet across. Wait, say, he, uh, he went, he went, bah! and you pointed to yourself and you went, me, you went, bah! you're like, oh, yes. that's me. That's actually 100% how it happened. I walked over there and I said, yeah, I took it. I, wore, I said, I usually wear a hat. I took it off to crisp it up a bit, man. And he's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. And then that I said, him. that was him laughing at you. And then head. I said, yeah, because I could tell it's getting a little uh, sketchy around the sides. He's like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> <laughs> I love foreigners. <laughs> I was like, all right, you guys take it easy. He's like, yeah, yeah. And that's exactly how that conversation went. That's I think I just actually. highlight of your day. Verbatim fucking. Well, yeah, but still, they, these motherfuckers like mocked a bald man like openly in the public just to fucking like. Literally well, called I... me over here to say, hey, your fucking pasty white head, is that normal? <laughs> like, essentially mm. is what he was asking me. Well, no, I think it was more like a, hey, white guy, it, you should, are you going to die if you don't put a hat on? You should, put, I, I'm looking out for you. Can you put a hat on, please? I know that you burn and we I don't. Took... I took it about 50-50, Alan. I took it about 50% what you just said and 50%, hey, we're making fun of you because we're black and we don't fucking have any idea of what you're dealing with right now. I think initially he was like, you need to put – you should put a hat on. Do you know hat? And you were like, I took it off because I I think that I should tan my white head. And he was like, ha, idiot. That That's when the being made fun of kicked in. Like, it was totally inquisitive and like, hey, you, do you want to not burn your head, white guy? And then you were like, no, nah, I did it on purpose, though. And they were like, oh, okay. <laughs> so the, like, the ah was, aha! Yeah. And the okay was, oh! <laughs> yes. All right. I think I get it now. It's exactly <laughs> what those two things mean in Nigerian. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, hey, look, um... Tell all your friends, tell all your relatives, tell all your loved ones, but don't worry, you don't have to tell your mamas, because we got that one covered here at the Middle Classles. And I want to say one last thing, yeah. Wesley, it's an amazing shirt. Oh, I was at Wayne Stock. I was at Wayne Stock 1993, okay? I was 14 years old, <laughs> yeah. and I saw a Nigerian man wearing a scarf, and I was like, hey, scarf? And he's like, hey! Yeah. Anyway, just want to point then, out the shirt. It's a beautiful shirt. And do you know what happened? Uh, a monkey flew out of the Nigerian's butt. <laughs> and then attacked a kid with a brick. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Toddler. <laughs> I'm trying to think of other ways. Like, oh, hey, next week, uh, Middle Class Holes, Good Bad Movie Review. I'm up. Airheads. Brendan Fraser. Steve Buscemi. Adam Sandler, Chris Farley. So much to talk about. I did a star-studded cast. Joe Montana. Uh, Joe Montana. <laughs> Joe Montana. Uh, what's, what's his face? Uh, uh, Kramer. 
God. Is it Kelsey Grammer? That's right. No, no, not Kelsey Grammer. Uh, yeah. Who else is Kramer? Michael fucking. No, uh, no well, not fucking. You're thinking Frazier. Oh, Frazier. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like having. I was about to have a stroke. I was like, like hold on. What, you, why is, what is he mixing up here? Then I was like, ah, Frazier. Got it. Yeah, and the, the dad from uh, Adventures of Power. Ah, that's true. He's the, he's the station manager. Name? Michael McKeon? Yeah, yes, he's a station manager. Yeah, yeah. Adventures I know Michael McKeon, but I don't know fucking Kramer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Airheads, folks. Check it out. Watch it next week. Give a great review. Otherwise, uh, yeah, don't tell your mamas we got that one covered. That's what I was supposed to go out on the first time. I'll say it again. Good night, everyone. Love you. Don't take me fishing near a hill. Just ask Miss Smith. Give me a big old glass of beer. Cause I get drunk most every day. Always seem to find myself late. you